Praise the Lord. Anybody out there? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I'm going to call my lesson today, Stay Near the Fire. <laughs> Praise God. Stay near the fire. Okay, our first scripture is in Deuteronomy 5.24. Praise the Lord. It says, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen today that God speaks with men, and yet he lives. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. If you have an electric car and you know that they have these parking spots now where you could actually plug them in and charge your car, you know that you have that option. However, what would happen if you decide to park your car in a regular spot? and go shopping for about three hours. Was that a wise idea? <laughs> you will find a dead car and then you won't be able to move it to the spot where it should have been. So now you have to wait for road service another hour to come and help and have wasted another two hours. So why not park yourself where the charger is? Praise the Lord, right? <laughs> My point is stay close to the fire. So we're saying this, there is power in the fire, praise God. There is strength in the fuel in the heat of the fire of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Spiritually speaking, we need to park ourselves near the fire, praise God. We really do, praise the Lord. Jeremiah said in 29, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire, Shut up in my bones. Praise God. Oh, saints, we need to be continuously in the fire. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Remember, Brother Carmona used to tell us when he used to pastor in New York, he would say, Sister Carmona, sit up here in the front with the kids. I don't want nobody in the back because all of a sudden they'll disappear and they'll go somewhere else. He used to tell us, be near the altar where the fire is. Praise God. You know? The sacrifice was not a sacrifice until it was burned at the altar, right? Praise God. Fire is needed. Praise the Lord. And in Exodus 24, 17, says, And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. I can't even imagine looking at such glorious splendor before me on top of a mountain. The sight of the glory of the Lord, praise God. It was like a devouring fire. I mean, I just can't even imagine how beautiful God's glory was at that moment and during that time. His glory was marvelous in the sight of the, of the children of Israel. The three Hebrew children did not get victory until they walked through the fire. <laughs> Praise God. You know, when you're going through trials and tribulations 
and fiery trials and darts are thrown at you, it's no time to drop and roll. <laughs> Praise God. It's time to worship and praise him and seek him. Praise God. Like these three Hebrew children did. Praise God. They knew that they serve a mighty God and they were not scared. They were not afraid. They knew that God was going to deliver them. Praise the Lord. Praise God. God spoke to Moses from a burning bush that would not quench. And he called to Moses, and Moses spoke with him. Tell your neighbor there's power in the fire. There's power in the fire. How do we get close to the fire of the Lord? How do we get close to the fire of the Lord? First of all, prayer is an entrance to that fire. You know that when you go camping and you start a fire and there is smoke, that's not a good fire. <laughs> Put it off and start again. You don't want a smoke screen in your prayers, praise the Lord. You want to be able to touch the hem of his garment in prayer, to feel the Shekinah glory when you're in prayer. His presence here on earth as we pray, praise the Lord. The fire of the Holy Ghost. There's power in the fire. What does Matthew 3.11 say? I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry, and he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Amen. You know, when you get the Holy Ghost, it's not a little quiet experience where you have your mouth closed and your head is done and that's it. I know I came from the Catholic Church and they always taught us that when you receive your first communion, you're getting the Holy Ghost when they put the communion in your mouth. And that's what you think you have received. But the experience of the Holy Ghost is a fire that's set upon them in the, in the upper room, 120 Tongues as of fire. Praise God that's set upon them. It's not something quiet. It's not something cold. It's a heat. It's a fire that comes within you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that fire. Praise God. And we have to, we have to stir up the fire that is within us to get close to the furnace. Praise God. So you got to get close to the furnace. We have to learn that this fire is a good fire. Praise God. I learned to be near the fire of the altar. You can ignite your fire by praying with supplications and praises to God. What happens when your lamps go out? Let's talk about a hurricane. Nobody likes hurricanes. I don't. Because the first thing that goes off is the power. Ooh, I hate that. <laughs> the power goes off, and I start saying, how am I going to fix my hair? I can use the curling iron, this and this and that. So what happens? The power goes out, it's out for weeks, for days, and we're unhappy, we're sweating, we're hot, it's no good. This is the same thing that happens when our lamps go out. We have to stir the oil of the Holy Ghost and get that flame going. Praise the Lord. 
Stir the oil of the Holy Ghost and keep your fire burning. Praise God. So that way you have your tools to fight the enemy, your tools to get strength, your tools to reach and talk to God. Praise God. You need the fire of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. You know, we have a habit of nowadays, everything is digital, to upgrade computers, phones, always getting the latest of everything. But do we renew the power of the Holy Ghost in us? Do we actually come to the altar and renew the Holy Ghost? If we haven't spoken tongues in a while, if we haven't seen God like we should in a while, you know, that's when you have to park yourself here and charge the Holy Ghost, praise God. We have to park ourselves here. But you know what? We don't do this. We park it in the safe zone. We cross our arms. We sit down. And we feel, oh, I have the Holy Ghost. I'm fine. And we pull it out once in a while. But the Holy Ghost should be charged all the time. Praise God. Praise God. We should be speaking in tongues all the time. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We should be renewing the Holy Ghost always. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see what Acts 28 says. I think it's 2, 3, and 4, maybe 5. Oh, it's Acts 3, 4, and 5. It says, but when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat, and it fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. But then it says, but, but he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. There was a blessing in that fire, praise God. We got to cast all your cares, your fears, your doubts, your troubles in the fire of the Lord. Praise God. Cast them in the fire like the song says. Praise the Lord. Because God is in the fire. Praise God. Don't hold on to things for years and years. Bitterness, disappointment, hate, whatever it is, unforgiveness. Cast it out in the fire. Praise the Lord. Mal Malachi, Malachi 3 and 2. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refinest fire or full of soap. The fire of the Lord purifies us. It molds us. It shapes us. We're like, he's the refiner's fire. He cleanses us from inner impurities that we cannot ourselves clean. But the Holy Ghost can. Praise God. When Elijah faced the prophets of Baal, he prayed, and God sent fire down from heaven to consume the sacrifice on the altar. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost was poured out upon every, the early church, and tongues of fire rested upon each believer in the upper room. Saints, the fire of the Lord is important. The fire of the Holy Ghost is important. 
We need to stir it up, praise the Lord. Stir up that fire. The only way to survive in this world with everything that's going on is to stay near the source of heat, which is almighty God. Stay near the source of heat. Don't go out in the cold. What happens when you're out in the cold? You're not happy. You're hungry. It's damp. But when you stay near the source of the heat, which is almighty God, the fire of God provides warmth and makes living bearable even when it's not pleasant. Praise God. Staying near this fire is accomplished through personal time with God through prayer, fasting, and studying his word. Fellowship with fellow believers and not venturing out into the world without the armor of God. The last thing you want to do is venture out into the world and not have your fire. Sometimes we tend to go astray and go back into the cold and our spiritual lives freeze to death. It's better stay near the heat. It's better stay near the fire, the warmth of God. And we are blessed to have the Lord living inside of us. Do you know you have a king living inside of you? Praise God. A king is living inside of you. I'm not talking about the king that sits in England with whoever, the queen. I'm talking about God Almighty, king of all, of the universe. We have a king living inside of us. And wherever we go, we're taking him. Praise God. So stay near the warmth. Stay near the heat. Stay full of the Holy Ghost and fire to keep that king living inside of us. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are so blessed. The fire of the Holy Ghost is not to be quenched. Keep oil in your lamps. It's a song like that. I forgot how it goes, but we used to sing it years ago. Keep that fire burning. Always pray for renewal of his spirit or infilling of it. If you never experience it, you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is real. If the Holy Ghost wasn't real, none of us would have been here today. Praise God. We would have been out there in the cold, in the world, suffering, in torment, in jail. Who knows what? Praise the Lord. Always pray for the renewal of his spirit. Don't let that fire go off. You know, is it Motel 6 that says they always keep their light on? Even the motels are saying that. They say they keep their light on. Us children of God should always keep a Holy Ghost light on. Praise the Lord. So people can see the light and be drawn to the heat. Praise the Lord. Sinners are going to see something different in you. They're going to feel something different because the Holy Ghost warmth is penetrating through you. And they're going to feel that. And they're going to know, ask you, what do you have? They need what you have. Praise the Lord. They need what you have. Praise God. So people can see the light and be drawn to the heat. Stay near the fire. Miracles and healings come from it. Let's see what Exodus 13, 21 and 22 says. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way 
and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So it's telling me something there that the Lord gives us light in the darkness. Praise God. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He continued to follow them, praise God, by day in the cloud and by night with the fire. And he was over them like a mantle, and he did not remove it from his people. Praise God. That's how the Holy Ghost is. Praise God. It's covering us. And wherever we go, he goes. He lights our way. He lights our path. Praise the Lord. The, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Praise God. God is in the midst of this fire leading us, guiding us in our walk with him. He loves us that much. He will not remove his presence from us as long as we're under the mantle of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost and fire within us keeps us in the power of his presence. Stay near his fire. Don't go far from it because God's warmth and love keeps us safe in his presence. And you know, even through the storms of life, through the storms of life, don't let that fire go out. You know, it's like when we go through a hurricane, we depend on the generator to go on if you have one. But we can do that with the Lord. We need to have the Holy Ghost, the initial filling of the Holy Ghost. There's no substitute out there that can uh, fix that. The Holy Ghost is what we need in our lives. So when we go through storms, when we go through trials and tribulations, God will give us rest. The Holy Ghost is the pause that refreshes our soul. Praise God. And we need that rest. We go through a lot of things. We go through many things in life. And even as saints, we have hardships. We have losses. We have issues. We have illnesses. But what keeps us going is the power of the Holy Ghost and the fire that comes with it. Praise God. That's what keeps us going. That's how we survive. Praise the Lord. Praise God. If you have your lamps off today, it's time to turn them on. Praise God. It's time to put that wicker off and light that fire. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to walk around with a little wicker and a little bit of oil and a little bit of Holy Ghost. No. We need to renew the Holy Ghost and fire within us. And pray that God fills us to the outermost. Praise God with it. Pray without ceasing. Renew the Holy Ghost all the time. Always go to altar calls. It's not just for sinners to repent. That's for all of us. When there's an altar call, we all should be here. Stay near the flames of the moving of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. We don't want to be like that man in the pool of Bethesda. I think he was waiting for the moving of the spirit or the moving of the angel. Somebody was going to move the waters. And his excuse was, I have no one to bring me. A lot of us say that. I have no one to bring me. When I go, I read somebody else is there first. No, we don't need to say that. As soon as the altar call is called, we need to run up here to the altar. Praise God. Make your way through, praise God. Press your way through.
you need a blessing, you need a healing, come to the altar. This is where the fire is burning, praise God. Come to the altar, receive your miracle, receive your healing, praise God. Receive from the Lord what you've been asking him for. You're not going to get it sitting in the back with your arms crossed and thinking about it. Praise God. You're not going to get it that way. You got to move. There has to be action. There has to be a determination in your hearts and in your minds that I want to receive from the Lord today. I don't care who's in my way, but I'm going up there. If so-and-so don't want to go with me, it's fine. I'm going to go up there. It doesn't matter. Praise God. Praise the Lord. When you want from the Lord, you're drawn to him. You come to the altar. You come to the midst of the fire. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God is telling us today, saints, seek the Lord while he can be found and while he is near. Praise the Lord. Because tomorrow we don't have a promise. You don't know what could happen to us. I see this at work all the time. Patients with strokes that tell me if I had a chance to go back, I would have gone back to my church. I would have done this. I would have done that. I hear that every day. You don't know when strokes, this, that, death. We don't want to wait. Our time is now, praise God. Today, today, we don't have a promise two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes from now. Today is the time. Now is the time to see God in all his glory. So we could be in the midst of that fire of the Holy Ghost and see his splendor. Praise the Lord. Saints, we got to get ourselves together. And we have to learn to park ourselves where the charger is at. Praise God. We got to park ourselves where the charger is at. Because the church is where we get charged. Praise the Lord. The altar is the right place for it. Praise God. Shall we stand? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This time we're going to pray. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Lord, we thank you so much, Lord, for this time with you, Lord. This time to learn your word, for it's also for me, Lord. We thank you, God, for those that came and we're here, Lord. And we ask you, God, to draw us closer to you. Draw us closer to you, Lord, each day, each minute, each hour. Oh, God, that we can feel, Lord God, your presence in our lives continuously, Lord. Help us seek you, Lord God, with everything we got, with all our heart, our soul, our minds, that we can seek you, Lord, that we can follow you, Lord. Help us, Lord God, renew, Lord God, ourselves each day, Lord. Oh, God, increase our faith, Lord. Bless us, touch us, heal us, strengthen us, Lord God. Lord God, where there's bitterness, Lord God, turn that into joy and forgiveness. Where there's sadness, turn that into joy. Where there's illness, turn that into healing. We ask you, God, right now, Jesus, to bless every saint in this sanctuary. And God, we thank you, Lord God, for, their, for them being here. We ask you to bless their families, Lord Jesus. And we ask you, God, to bless our service, Lord God, that we're going to have. May you bring many sinners to repentance, many saints to get renewed. We thank you, Lord God, and we give you the honor and the glory and the praise because you are the God, Lord God, of our salvation.
Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We worship your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.